Talking Pictures Control Tower from 1955 Aviation Flight of Fancy. Requesting clearance for on-screen landing. Over. Roger, AV-55. Broadcast clearance granted. Over. It's a bit of a pea super up here with some foggy frames and degraded film. Can you talk me down? Over. Roger, AV-55. This is London Talk Down. Continue on present heading of Thursday 04 February. I say again, Thursday 04 February. How do you read? Over. Talk down from AV55, reading you 5. Over. Roger, AV55, do not acknowledge further instructions. Check your wheels down and locked. 13 days till broadcast. You are cleared to land on this approach heading 06-2-0-AM. I say again, 06-2-0-AM. Talk down completed. Out. Thank you for a nice approach. Changing to normal podcast. Out. Hello, it's Matt Bragg and Gavin Lazarus from the Britpop Movies of a Certain Age podcast. Today, looking at a late Ealing Studios portmanteau film from 1955, Out of the Clouds, directed by Basil Dearden. Like his earlier film, 1953's The Square Ring, Out of the Clouds depicts a day in the life of an institution. In this case, Heathrow, then simply London, airport, and the various intertwining adventures of drowsy dowagers, emotionally entangled emigres in transit, and pesky parakeets all set against a backdrop of smart, attentive British efficiency. Yes. A must for civil aviation enthusiasts, this film is a wonderful snapshot into the golden age of air travel. Overflowing with glamour, modernist interiors, exotic horizons, and attentive, personalised service from dedicated, competent and professional staff. It's an era epitomised three years later by Frank Sinatra with his iconic Come Fly With Me album in his celebrated series of concept albums for Capitol Records. And it's filmed in glorious Eastman colour to wring out every last drop of glamour. This is the restored version, essentially cobbled together from two separate film stocks, so watch out for the changing colour palette and some washed-out frames. These are very fleeting, though, and don't detract. The drama within is lightweight and forgettable, with a love story that doesn't really carry enough weight or truth. But there are some interesting sequences, particularly the talk-down sequence, which we so hilariously lampooned in our opening. And the London sequence with a trip to an honest and quietly multiracial London boozer run by the excellent Megs Jenkins. There's a decent cast of stalwart British character actors, headed by heartthrob Anthony Steele, copiously credited craggy Canadian Robert Beattie, and two soon-to-be Bond actors, Eunice Gayson, the very first Bond girl, and Bernard Lee, the very first M. James Robertson Justice gives a relatively restrained performance, and there are carry-on cameos from Esme Cannon, and Sid James, who was then on the cusp of Hancock half-hour stardom. We also see Cyril Luckham and the ubiquitously avuncular Terence Alexander, not to mention the ever-present Victor Harrington, a background artist whose presence in British films of the era is comparable to that of the Ravens at the Tower of London. With Dearden teamed again with Michael Ralph and a score from Richard Adinsell, you might expect a better film. 
but though it's directed with Dearden's usual skill, the script is ordinary and the score is frequently over-egged. Perhaps a minor entry in the Dearden canon, and not of the same stature as the pioneering social problem films with which his reputation largely rests, this was possibly intended as something more. The terminal building interior was one of Ealing Studios' largest ever sets. Ultimately, this is a homage to the glamour age of civil aviation. The real stars are the Boeing Stratocruiser and the BOAC Constellation aircraft, with its distinctive nose and triple fin, together with all the livery of Golden Age air travel. And it's showing only on Talking Pictures TV on the 4th of February at the terminal time of 6.20am. Until then, I've been Matt Bragg. And I'm still Gavin Lazarus. <laughs>